Hi, welcome to the Two Lads podcast from Daniel Sharman and Leggy Langdon's Two Lads. We're both men in this world trying to find our way, trying to understand why we are the way we are and how we can accept ourselves and love ourselves fully. In a world of ongoing turmoil and constant change, take a break for 30 minutes and just come listen to the two lads in a deeply vulnerable conversation that is ongoing. I think every time we go through a breakup, it means something's not worked. We've got ourselves into a situation that's ended, right? And there's an opportunity, there's a window of opportunity at that moment of breakup where you get to reflect, okay? Now, if you're not conscious to any of this, you can potentially miss the lesson. And I think for everybody, it's the moment that you either go, right, get back in and have another relationship and, you know, and, and, and avoid it for a little while, or you go, something is wrong. Yeah, your your situation was the most brutal version of anything, which was you were ghosted. You went through a version of withdrawal that had no humanity. I didn't know what to do. Honestly, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't. I was. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. I was like having nightmares all the time. I couldn't even make sense of it. I was in shock. I couldn't understand that, like, I didn't have access to her anymore. Hi, I'm Christian Leggy Langdon. Hi, everybody. My name is Daniel Sharman, and this is the Two Lads Podcast. Today's episode is on breakups. Daniel and I reflect on two specific recent breakups we went through, and how they not only deepened our friendship to each other, but also our commitment to our own self-development and positive growth. We also touch on ghosting, things to do when you find yourself at the beginning stages of a breakup, and why pain is the roadmap to healing a broken heart. So without further ado, let's get into it. So we're doing breakups. We're doing breakups. We're going to break up. The breakup that caused a huge amount of um, self-work yeah. was the reason that you and I became mates. Yep. And was the reason that we went on this insane journey and tried to pull in as many resources along the way to help us out of a situation that we didn't understand and we had no reference for. So for me, breakups was really important to put in this because it's the reason that I started to go inward and look at things because I'd had lots of breakups before and I think you'd had lots of, you know, you'd had a marriage end, but there's yeah. one breakup in your life mm-hmm. where you can't avoid the pain anymore. Yeah. And I think for everybody, it's the moment that you either go, right, get back in and have another relationship and, you know, and, and, and avoid it for a little while, or you go, something is wrong. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark. Yeah. And for me, that process was so much more painful than I could ever imagine. And it required so much more support than I'd ever even thought I needed. And it led me on a journey that I had no idea what it would look like. Yeah, and that's the good news. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the good version. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the breakup is the moment of the knife wound in you. This kind of moment of, it's an opportunity of realization. I think that's how I've experienced it in this last version of breakup. 
I think every time we go through a breakup, it means something's not worked. We've got ourselves into a situation that's ended, right? And there's a window of opportunity at that moment of breakup where you get to reflect, okay? Now, if you're not conscious to any of this, you can potentially miss the lesson, right? Any of this being... Meaning if you're not conscious of the breakup is ending and you don't want to feel the sadness, the pain, the pain of this experience that is now occurring. And so the immediate response is if you don't realize there's any lesson there is to just get rid of that pain as quickly as possible, right? By getting straight into another relationship going off out on the lash, going out and having drinks or whatever with your mates, whatever it is, some way of distracting yourself from the pain of this moment. Yeah, and also, to, to piggyback on that, it's not just this breakup. There's something that's triggered, certainly for me, that was about heartbreak, that was dealing with heartbreak from years ago. You know, yeah. you, you can't avoid having a traumatic childhood doesn't matter how good your childhood is. And then a breakup can hit a button that causes you an insane amount of pain. Yeah. And to go back into that work and look at, does this person represent some form of my mother? Which is what my version of this breakup was, as I was like, this person had represented stability for me coming out of addiction. And this woman came along and she represented something about order for me. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of my mother's characteristics in there in that she had an aloofness or a coldness, but an efficiency. And then that trigger of being rejected or having that rejection caused me to be totally disintegrated because I'd never realized my relationship to self was all based on winning the approval of a woman like that. Right. She was the the beacon of goodness. She, she validated good in you or... It she, she was safety. Okay. She was what I felt like I needed to prove to my mother. She was winning over the approval of a cold or difficult person. If I could do that, then I could somehow fix a relationship with my mother that had kind of been unsaid for a long time so we've all been through breakups this particular one for you was your catalyst right of okay hang on a minute this is leading me into this next stage of my life self-reflection all this stuff right yeah. to go into this work around helping yourself recalibrate yourself right yeah and it's generally in these moments of pain that's where we can find the lesson right yeah. so if you haven't learned the lesson you go around again, basically. Yeah, you go and get somebody who's similar, you know, or you try and get back into a relationship because you think that the loop is, I didn't achieve that, but I still have something to achieve. Or it was them. Or it was them. Yeah. Like, it's actually nothing to... to do with her. Right. But we'll go, oh shit, I just need to get a different girlfriend. Yes. And then that, right. everything will be all right. Right, right. <laughs> it's just, that's the issue here. It's not me. Yeah. You know, but so that's what I would say is the unconscious self, right? Of just doing... You keep doing it to, and just thinking, oh, I'll just it's change the external. If I change the external, it will improve. And I think each time you get into a new relationship, it feels like it has a little bit. If you haven't done any work and you just 
end up getting to get another girlfriend pretty quickly. Yeah. And it's got that initial few months of falling in love, the free three months, right? The 90 day free, yeah. free, free trial. Yeah. Free trial. Where you get all your, you know, the, the best version, yeah. the romantic version of someone. And yeah. it always weirdly comes and kind of compliments all of the missing pieces from the last one. Always. They, Whatever you're looking for that was missing in the last one the, shows up on the yeah. front end in the new one. And yet behind all of that is still all of the mess that yeah. you're in. And we're all in that space. We're all a result of our conditions growing up that lead us to unconsciously make choices where life is kind of happening to us because mm. we're not conscious of of where our sensitive spots are, where our triggers are, why it is we choose the people we choose. You know, if you're not doing any of that self-analysis, then you're you're just living through life, going, React, pressing buttons, yeah. basically. Oh, that looks shiny and new. I'll take that. And that feels good. And it makes me not feel this pain. And who the fuck wants to feel pain? So I'll just get with this girl because she's hot and she makes me feel good or she's mothering and she makes me feel safe or whatever it's doing for you. I think that the good news is the more you ignore the, the lesson, the bigger the pain gets every time you yeah. go through it, right? Yeah. That's been my experience. And until you get to that threshold where you just can't yeah, take it you anymore. Can't do it. Oh, you can't deny it any longer. Yeah. Because I think, you know, to speak to your point, I was... I'd bounced from relationship to relationship and I'd always thought, well, it's, it's because I haven't found the right person. And I'd never asked myself, why am I attracted to the things that I'm attracted to? Yeah. I'd never asked that question. Mm -hmm. And I never thought that that was to do with what are the qualities that I feel like I can't get, you know, or what am, why am I, why does that trigger something in me? Mm -hmm. And that, started a whole process of, fuck, I value things that may not actually be good for me. Yeah. And look, here's something that's going to sound a little bit annoying. But if you can get women, right? If you're a lad that's perceived as attractive or in whatever mm. level of that, whether it be physical or you've got a great job or whatever it is, or you're just good at the gift of the gap and you know how to talk to the ladies, let's say. So you don't have a problem getting women that's not a problem, but that creates other problems, right? That's other kind of problem than someone that, you know, isn't as good with women, right? Let's say I'm just talking in the context of men, because that's what I've been doing in sure. my life. So if, if that's something that's harder for you to get, your problems might seem a little different in terms of if you don't have an abundance of yeah. choice. Then you're not choosing, you're just being like, okay. Yeah, I'm, you're going I'm, with what you can get. Right. And, and then you have to deal with it in a different way. But either way, whether you can just bounce from woman to woman to woman or you're just stuck with one, right? And you just don't feel you can get any better. Either way, it's a problem, right? Because you're still not getting clear about who you are, why you are entering yeah. into this relationship, why you're choosing that person at yeah. this moment in time. It's so hard to see it in the moment. It's bizarre that we don't have that awareness. I, you know, I thought of myself as quite a self-aware human. And yet my version of it was when I went through a breakup, I went into to a 12-step program around sex and love. And that was mandated that you went into total abstinence. If I hadn't had that mandate, I don't think I would have really looked at yeah. the pattern and how much pain I was in if I wasn't in some way satiating it with some 
woman's approval. Yeah. You would have just gone into staggered. the next thing. Yeah, I would have gone into the next thing or, or I would have taken the advice, which was, you know, get back on the horse, fuck somebody or, yeah. you know, get into... Take your mind off it. Yeah, get on an app or whatever it was. And I just was staggered at the amount of pain that mm-hmm. I was going through. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I've talked to people who were in a lot of different 12-step programs and a great deal of them say, of all things to come off of, sex and love yeah. is by far the hardest. Yeah. Because it is the relationship you have. It, it relates back to a relationship with your primary caregivers. It relates back to how you've operated in the world. And it's also every single day. Yeah. It's the instinct to connect and to be approved of. Yeah. I remember speaking to some, a friend of mine who said, uh, my father has died I've come off of alcohol, I've come off of drugs. He died in my in my arms and it compares to nothing to the withdrawal of taking sex and love out of my life. Yeah, I, 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 I can totally relate to that. I've been, I've had all the addictions, Yeah, you know, in, in my life. Collected them all. Collect, I've been, I've done extensive research yeah, yeah. on <laughs> most addictions. But again, you know, look, it's, this is all about pain at the end of the day. It's, it all comes down to pain management and understanding that pain is part of the game you know and we didn't get taught that i didn't i got taught that you're not supposed to feel pain Mm -hmm. so whenever it comes up do whatever you can to get rid of it as quickly as possible yeah rather than understand that that pain is there to teach you something you don't know what it is Mm. but just feel it right and a breakup is a perfect opportunity to feel that pain because you've attached all this fucking projection and all of these things onto this person, this external person. You've gone, this person is the reason why I feel good. You know, it's the reason why I feel validated like a human, loved, accepted. All these things is getting fired off from just the projection onto this person. You know, if you're a person like I have been that hasn't had a solid sense of self, a strong sense of self where I'm like drawing the line here this is who I am, this is what I believe, these are my values, let's do it. I've never entered into a relationship from that position. That full being never, full. Never, never. I've always been, I need a girlfriend, I need a girlfriend. If I didn't have one, I need a woman, I need someone. Oh, now she's here. Uh, which bit, bit is she validating? No, she's validating that I'm like hot guy mm. that's attractive and an charismatic artist, and, artist. Yeah. let me be, a, you know, choose a woman that's a muse or whatever. Or like you just said, a, a woman that's mothering and safe for me and that now I can kind of like lean on her and therefore feel that I can now go and untether myself in the world because I've got this like safe home base. You know, I've got the mother at home so I can go and do mm. my thing. But in the context of relationships and then breakups, right? So you're, what's been cool about our thing is that you if I'm right in thinking, at least in the the final version, is you chose to end the relationship, Mm -hmm. right? And so you were the lever, Mm -hmm. right? And in my situation, I was left. The Two Lads Podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. So please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the latest episode. And give us a five-star review. Tell your friends about us. All that stuff really helps us a lot. We really appreciate it. Your your situation was the most brutal version of anything, which was you were basically ghosted from when right. you, your relationship ended. Yes. And you, so you went through a version of withdrawal that had no 
humanity to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my version was particularly potent, but I think it's been cool for me to have, to kind of see the other side in a way, you know what I mean? Not that you were a ghoster, you didn't do that, but just, so you know, so look, people do what they got to do, right? I'm relatively at peace with it now. I'm still in a lot of pain sometimes and still it's caused a lot of trauma for me in terms of just the perception of what reality is when a person can literally go i'm done goodbye Mm. i'm not speaking to you ever again end of story which is what happened to me you know she didn't just disappear i got one email very short paragraph but you know the relationship was tumultuous it wasn't just everything was amazing and then she just left but saying that it was still, you're in this frame of, I'm with a person, I've got these ideas, of, I'm trying to get somewhere with this person, even if it is tumultuous, which for me, I was still in lo- very much in love with her. And then they're gone, right? Just one day they're gone, goodbye, I love you, I will not speak to you ever again. And I'll give her this, she meant it. <laughs> she committed <laughs> you know? to it. She really committed to the whole never speaking to you again thing, because I have not ever spoken to her ever since that email which is two and a half years ago. And that creates some serious shit, which is, it's so easy to go into the blame game on that and go, that's fucked. Fucking hell, that's fucked up. Right. Who does that, right? It's the other Psychopath, person. whatever you want to call it. And then you go, fucking hell, like beyond that, there's, oh, this person's choosing this option. She's gone with that, right? In order for her to feel safe, whatever her agenda was, right? We can't know what that is because there's been no communication. That's a barometer of your work around this because I feel like most people are in reaction to it, but you you have actually stuck in and done a lot of work around what is responsibility, what it is to have a universal sense of kindness, not just when it applies to somebody that is treating you well, yeah. but when somebody does something that is so traumatic and right. still holding it in the place of saying, yeah. "These are hum-, you know, this is a human being yeah. reacting from their place of, of trauma. And, and that's a way of separating the, it's all about me, they're doing it to me, and yeah. my reaction is therefore valid. Which is really fucking easy and reasonable for, for you to do when you go through this kind of pain, right? It's pretty fucking reasonable, like what the fuck? Who the fuck does that? What a bitch. All the things. And it's like, on some level, those things are true. You know, it, it, on some, and, and I would never, ever recommend someone to just like ghost you. You know what I'm saying? Ghosting is a thing that's just, it, you're, you're not, you're just removing all accountability all responsibility of like, I'm not even, you're not even worthy of talking to about it. So it's whatever you've done, in my mind, you're not even worthy of it. So there's a lot of low-hanging fruit there, in my case, to go to jump on that and just call her out and be like, not learn the lesson. Just put it all on her. But I know that I, what I was in that relationship, as now at least two and a half years later, I'm responsible for my part in that. Sure. And I chose a person that on some level I felt that I could work with to like change her. You know, to go, oh, I can see there's some stuff here that doesn't seem to be working Mm. for you. Mm. Let me help you, right? Or try and change you. I wasn't accepting of her. Well, you weren't accepting of her. And also, you weren't accepting of yourself. Yeah. 
So you were entering into bargains, which is what most people do. They go into a relationship with not a sense of self. And so therefore they accept bargains that are about, if you don't look at this part, then I'll get this from you. And then that, I guess, what what would be seen as an unhealthy bargain because eventually those things get revealed and you've made these bargains along the way and then eventually it gets to a point where it, it can't sustain that, yeah. the, the difference in, in the power structure there. And so it breaks. Mm-hmm. But so when people say you can't love somebody until you love yourself, I remember just thinking, what a load of bollocks. I don't understand what that means. Right. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What would you mean? I, I, I totally love this person. Yeah. But it's you're t- you don't have any terms. If you don't love yourself, if you don't know who you are and what you stand for and what your line is, you're not actually safe. So no. I, I wasn't safe. Yeah, and, and, and I wasn't safe right. either. And yeah. so the, the truth of the matter is, is that her read of me was I wasn't safe. Right. But that triggered me because I wanted to be seen as safe, as honorable, as a good man, right? But I didn't believe it in myself. So all that's needed for that is for you to believe it. it there's nothing that has to be done other than I know that I'm good. Yeah. And I sign up and I also know that I'm bad. Right, like I'm okay with the whole thing, with the whole picture. I sign off on 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 Leggy Langdon, the full hundred percent. Well, that's why when somebody has come into your life in this time and has tried to say, "Yeah, I like this, but I don't like this," and you're going to have to change, you can kind of say, "Well, no, I sign off on my behavior," yeah. and so therefore your terms are. You have to you have to see the whole thing, and if you can see the whole thing, and, and and you can get compromise or be with it, then great. But if not, it allows you to avoid relationships that I think eventually down the line are doomed to have conflict or an endpoint. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a pretty eye opening experience to be kind of thrown into the deep end in that way that from going through a, a ghosting and then the repercussions of that, which is real like you're alone no one's coming there's no way of speaking to this person there's no negotiation you just want someone to say you're actually okay like you're all right you know you didn't you weren't that bad you know i love you i just want to go and do my thing now and you do Mm. your thing none of that was there there was no acknowledgement of anything right and this is two years of your life of my life just gone right in one day and yeah it's the death it is death but in a weird way in some ways worse than death because this person's choosing to be gone from your life and going, I don't care mm. what the repercussions are of that for this other person because in her mind, she was that unsafe. And that was her version of her own story that led her to that, her mm. own traumas, her own childhood, all of the fears that she had. She put them all on me because I was the representative. Yeah. I was the male representative of all of her shit. Yeah. And she was the catalyst of the feminine to me that it simultaneously opened me up, right? Woke me up from a lot of things that I was asleep in my marriage, which was before this. And and at the same time, pointed at all the things that I didn't accept about myself by fucking twisting a knife in them sure. and going, you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't do that. And if you do that, then you're a bad man. And I'm going, what? What? No, what do you mean? I'm not a bad man. But And just like, just the turmoil that that would create for both people. We were both just terrified. Mm. And one of us wanted as the other one to come to our side of the street. 
we couldn't we didn't have a couldn't solid meet in couldn't meet yeah because there was so much fear around stuff and so the breakup was inevitable you know all i'm saying is in actually i have no regrets because it was so in in kind of following up from what we were talking about at the beginning which is the more pain that is delivered the better your chances of learning the lesson yeah so it's rock bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And that I I can't think of a worse breakup. No. And the so pain that came from it. Can you talk to me yeah. about what you did in those initial months, weeks after that that led you I, I mean, I remember yeah, both of us were on the we we're on the floor. I mean yeah. I was literally we, on the floor yeah, over there, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was lying on the floor in the fetus position. Yeah. My friend came over to just help me. It was literally like five days before Christmas as well. And I, I'd been expecting to see her and to have a therapy session with her and all this stuff. So, and then I, in my mind, I was planning some stuff. I also was like at the brink of breaking up with her. You also have to know. And it was like a combination of me going, I can't do this anymore with this person. And yet I can't walk away. And then she walked away. And so there was a kind of duality of like, I wanted to walk away, sure. but then she did it, right? And so the control was taken away. Yeah, and your abandonment stuff. Yeah, everything. Like... And so, and I could, I didn't know what to do. Honestly, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't sleep. I, was, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. I was like having nightmares all the time. I couldn't even make sense of it. I was in shock. Yeah, I couldn't understand that I didn't have access to her anymore. I was talking to people that knew, knew her, yeah. that were friends with her, that were completely validating the behavior and just going like, this is the way it is. She's just, this is where she's at, you know, and, you know, and I'm just going, this is absolutely insane. When did you, when did it become about not the person, but about you? When did it flip? Mm, it took a minute that, you know, honestly, I was in therapy and I actually, it was probably six months actually before I started to get the head version of it. Of mm. realizing that this is all me. Even the experience of being with her and being in love with her was, you. was me. The songs that I associated, the music, all the things I would listen to these songs and it would make me think of her. And I'm going, no, that's me. That's my feelings. I can't even ever know what she felt, even if it was true or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is it's you, it's you. me. Yeah. I, I felt like I was in love. I also felt like I was in a lot of pain and I felt everything that I went through was my experience and it was what I chose to do, unconsciously chose it due to my own place in my life at that time where I was completely unaware of all of these unhealed sections right. of myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this is me coming off the back of a marriage as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and it's a lot. It's, it's, you know, there's years. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying about relationships. Sometimes... It's not even the relationship that you, th you know, you can end a really long relationship, get into a, what, you know, might, might be seen as a rebound relationship. And that one lasts for six, seven months. And then that ends and suddenly yeah. it's all of it comes in and you you know, I think- You can't process, go around. You can't go around. <laughs> it's an impossible thing to go around. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly you either are forced into withdrawal or you choose to withdraw from the process of repeating the patterns. Yeah. But whatever that is, that pain is unlike anything you can ever imagine, like the sleeplessness. Then I do think it wakes you up to 
that really important realization, which is it's it's you. Yeah. But it does, that's a process. It's a crazy process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did loads of shit, man. I mean, you know, but I'll just kind of say, I was just like, what can I do? There's, I've got to start doing Something. things, things, you know. So I went on a silent retreat in yeah. New Hampshire. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I went I to Joshua Tree to a meditation retreat with our friend. You know, I was doing therapy. I was had my energy healer. EMDR. Uh, EMDR. Like, I was yeah. doing. I was doing fucking ayahuasca journeys. You know, I was doing all of these different models to just try to access what the fuck was going on inside of me. Yeah, and like. Also, I was doing conscious reparenting therapy with my old therapist, where I was doing like guided meditation into going back into moments in my childhood where I'd been shamed for things by my mother, reparenting that moment where I would get like slapped in the face by my mum for doing something that she thought was shameful. I like went into like this med, like hip- I did hypnosis as well. Yeah. Yeah. I did fucking everything. It was mental because I was doing it all before COVID. It was all, it was the first year. The first year of my breakup was the year before COVID. So all of 2019, I was doing all this shit. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Two Lads podcast. This conversation is ongoing and it involves all of us together. So we'd love to hear from you. Let us know if there's a subject that you'd like us to talk about and let us know what you think about the conversation so far. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the latest episode and give us a five-star review, tell your friends about us. All of that stuff really helps us a lot. We really appreciate it. Sending you all love. Until the next time. Yes, lad. Yes, lad.